Okay, so for the people that do not know you, if you can go ahead and please introduce yourself. Um, I'm Nick Weicker. I've shot Southern California drifting and some other events for almost a year exactly now. And I've shot for Moto IQ. I've done freelance work for Super Street, Just Drift, uh, All Star Bash, which is Just Drift, but no one really knows the two are the same. And just a couple other events, Slide Factory, for example, Jimmy at Matsuri, and I'm also doing Andy's Slay Day this New Year's. Nice. I, I think we met at the Black Friday Slide Factory event last year. Um, when I had no, the it could have been Black Friday. I bought my camera a year ago this month. I want to say it was the March one. Actually, let me check my album. Actually, you might be dated. right. It was the March one. Now I remember, because uh, it was in between round one of Just Drift and round one of the Drift League. Yep, Slide Factory Grange 4818. I've got everything organized. Nothing escapes me. That's really good. I wish I did that. <laughs> I don't organize nothing. I don't even save a receipt. When you take about 3,000 pictures a day working, you learn to start organizing your crap. Uh, that would make sense. <laughs> that would make a lot of sense. So how did you, uh, what made you get into photography? And most of all, what made you get into taking pictures of people drifting? Um, well, hmm, that's a good question. Growing up, I was always raised to be into cars. My dad had a hatchback Fox body Mustang, and then he had a Terminator Cobra, which is the supercharged 0304s. Mm -hmm. And I, I always grew up around those cars, so it made sense I'd be into cars. And then when I was 13, I watched Initial D for the first time, and I really shouldn't have to explain what that did to me at a young age. You, you will, because I've never watched that. Okay, it's this... Well, if I say anime, I sound like a loser. So it's no. this cartoon of these Japanese kids in the 90s just street racing on their local mountain passes. And it goes on for five seasons, which if I were you, I'd skip the fourth. <laughs> but overall, it's where the hype for 86 Hatches comes from. The main character of Initial D drives one. Mm, okay. I actually what was on Netflix, I think. There's um, like there was one, but it wasn't an animated version. It was like a real life version, and I was like, "Oh yeah, the wow, live action one is trash." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "I hope this uh, is what every this isn't what everyone's referring to." They're all on YouTube. Are they? Okay, yeah. to, I I do want to check them out just to kind of like get an idea of where Say everyone it, saw it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And um, what was the question? Oh yeah, how I got into photography, and starting middle school, I used to have a lot of time to burn. So I eventually found this little website. It was kind of hole in the wall back then, but nowadays we call it Speed Hunters. Mm -hmm. And I saw Dino's work, Mike Garrett's work, Larry Chen's work. Who else? I don't know. There's been people coming and leaving in the years since. Larry Chen especially. He left earlier this year. Yeah, I remember that. And essentially, I just surrounded myself with these cults of personalities, essentially, for years to come until all culminated about this time last year. Gotcha. What made you... Um... Well, no, you already answered the drifting question. <laughs> Damn, I asked too many questions at once. Well, I could go further in depth on that. I'd love to hear it. Okay, so... 
my god, that's that's a bad word habit of mine. <laughs> um, this time, no, New Year's Eve last year, actually, um, I went out. My buddy Taylor invited me out to Chuck Walla Raceway. Are you familiar with that track? I've heard of it. I've never been there. All right, it's about an hour out of the way of Palm Springs, Palm Desert, towards Blythe, just the complete other way from L.A. if you're on the 10. Yeah. And I wasn't really sure what I was doing there. I was out there to have fun in the blue Miata I had at the time. It's Everyone's seen it, the blue one with the white hardtop and bronze SSRs. Yep. I went out there to have fun in that car, and I just happened to bring my camera. Then let me find the picture... Yeah, towards the end of the day, I got that picture. I just put it in the chat. It's Rome Z36 way back before pretty much anything was done to it, though it was green and V8. That's about it. And it was sliding the sunset. The light illuminated the clouds. And I was like, holy shit, I barely tried for that picture. What if I put some effort into it with better lens and everything? Mm-hmm. That's essentially how it started. To tell the truth, I didn't exactly intend to get so deep into drifting. I think it was it was definitely Rathena who reached out about the Drift League. I was like, this sounds like a good idea. In the first round of a pretty much exclusive Pro-Am series at Irwindale. Mm-hmm. It was exciting, to say the least. And that's, I've been going down the rabbit hole since with Jimmy up a bunch of side factory events, all-star bash, winter jam, which, yeah, I, if you asked me this time last year, if I had, if I was going to go to winter jam the next year, I'd say no, absolutely not. That's crazy. You're crazy. Nice. <laughs> it, that's, that's crazy how it snowballed into that. And then within yeah. what, like a year you've managed to... For someone who picked up a camera a year ago today, from my understanding, yep, you've already managed to, you know, have a, you wrote and you've written your own article, if I'm not mistaken, on Moto IQ, correct? Uh, yeah, I, well, my pictures are heavily used in round two's article of the Drift League <coughs> on, and I wrote round three and round four, and you can tell I wrote them because they're really long. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Some people like to read. Some people like to watch YouTube videos. Some people like to listen to podcasts. Oh, yeah. Something different for everybody. (laughs) So. Well, there's a difference between it being eight pages long and the first draft being 20 pages long. Yeah, you know, you can can go into too much detail sometimes. I don't don't know. Not you specifically, but people can. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. Like, you know, when you hear a story like, it was a sunny day. Like, I didn't care about the sunny day. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but no, that's cool, man. Um, what? And how did you? Uh, how did you get in touch with Athena? How did you guys uh, make that gig happen? Um. Well, this was round. Uh, when was round one? June, July, June first. Let me check. June first. Oh yeah, it's right here. Um, I was in Fresno at the time. I saw the little reveal of the drift league i suppose Mm -hmm. and while i was in fresno shooting a drag race event called eagle field it's all these old school cars running on this old ass airstrip in the middle of nowhere it's really a step back in the time anyway um i 
I want to say I met Rathena at Jimmy Up Matsuri, and that was March. March something, early March. I remember because I lost my keys, and I had to get the car towed home from Los Springs to Palm Desert, which is four hours. <laughs> Damn. That's... But yeah, I... You live in oh, the Palm sorry. Desert? Yeah. Shit, man. That's a No long... one knows where it is, so I just say Palm Springs. <laughs> I, I know it's that. I know Southern California mostly because I work in like the service industry, so I can be mm-hmm. anywhere from San Diego to Bakersfield in the same day. Oh, are we back? We're back. Sorry about that. All right. Where did I get cut off? Uh, right when you said you got towed to Palm Desert or no one knew where Palm Desert was, so you call it Palm Springs. Yeah, yeah, just about. Anyways, um, what was I even saying? I just get off beat. You um, got towed. Yeah, I got towed, but that's where I first knew of Rathena, and I genuinely can't remember if we made contact then or if the first time we spoke to each other was at the Drift League. But she put Nat out for media personnel. I was like, and I was feeling piped up because I had just done Jimmy Up Matsuri, which was my first ever vest event. Mm-hmm. And so I was feeling all gassed up. Oh, I've got this. I've got this. And that's everything just started from there. Um, I think Rathena said after round two that I was always the first person to get their pictures in, which I'm very obsessive about leaving things undone. If I'm going to start it, I'm going to finish it as mm-hmm. soon as possible. Yeah. So for all four rounds all the pictures were in within two days afterwards, which it showed after round two, she put me on the express list, which means I don't have to apply every round. I just walk up and say, Hey, I'm Nick. Where's my vest? God, (laughs) must be nice. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was, it was really interesting to say the least to see that email. I'm hoping she does that for us drivers this year. (laughs) <laughs> like if we could pay for all of our uh, entry fees at once oh yeah that's generally a good idea I'd shoot that over to her yeah we'll see how that goes uh, what kind of camera do you use I use a mirrorless full frame Panasonic no it's not full frame that's a stupid idea mirrorless Panasonic Lumix G7 mm-hmm. and then what kind of lenses do you run through um, well, the thing is, is that my camera is not full frame, which the sensor is smaller, so it the term is crops, but essentially just multiplies it by a certain amount. Gotcha. The crop on my sensor is 2x, so I have a short lens. Hold on, let me just grab them. I've got a short lens that's a 14 to 42, and, you know, 2x crop, it goes from 28 millimeters to... 84 millimeters that's what i use you'll see shots in the pit crew or something really wide right in the center of a corner that's me using that lens Mm. and then for longer shots because yet again i have the crop the multiplication and that turns my 40 to 150 to a 8300 and there are corners on some tracks where that turns into a pain for example the coming off the bank at Irwindale Mm -hmm. if you look at my shots of that location they're always pretty far out and broken in pretty heavily 
And I've been intending to get a longer lens, but to be honest, there's other things I'd upgrade first. Uh, okay, gotcha. That would that makes sense. Kind of like mm-hmm. with our cars, we'd rather up- upgrade certain yeah. things before Let me we do other things. Toss in an example. Now it must be cool in v- interviewing a media guy because he's got lots of visual examples for you. <laughs> I don't have any. <laughs> Everything you just said about the camera setup, I was like, mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> But someone will know. <laughs> and then, uh, what, what do you, uh, what do you plan on doing with this? Are you just kind of like riding the wave and see where it takes you, or do you kind of have like an end goal? Um, what is it that's, that you're doing? That's a good question. I definitely would love for this to become some sort of career, because, well, I can't say anything without it being super incriminating now, but. I definitely want to see where this goes, whether it's if I let it happen naturally or if I start climbing it without any gear. That's up to me. I haven't decided on that, but I don't see myself quitting this. Gotcha, gotcha. No, that's that's actually really good. Uh, that's actually kind of cool how you kind of came up rather quickly, especially for yeah. a media person because I've seen other people do media and they're, you know, Maybe they don't push themselves as much as you are, or maybe they just kind of haven't had the opportunities, the chances. Exactly. I think it helps that I'm so young. I turned 22 weeks ago. Holy shit, you're only 20. (laughs) You can't even get drunk yet. No wonder there's nothing in that eggnog. I mean, I can't get drunk legally, but let's leave that off the record. Correct. That would make sense. And the, um, did you ever try drifting yourself? Because I remember you had mentioned that you took your Miata out to Chuckwalla. Did you try drifting there, or were, what were you doing there in the car? Um, well, I haven't done any sincere drifting other than little dirt road, junkyard road romps in the red Miata I had. I had an NA before the NB. Mm-hmm. And the NB, um, the first event I took it to was a time attack, and I was just simply enamored by it. I'm probably one of 12 people in the state that have ever done time attack on Grange, which yeah. is the first I've heard of time attack on that track. And it's the last I've heard of it. This was, it was an event by, I want to say they're now defunct company ruthless racing. They held a event on Halloween and I only got there because the guy bought the, the auto front. <laughs> he was the, running the event. Mm-hmm. So that, so that's what led to me going to that track event. And there I met someone who's now a very good friend of mine, Tyler Juan. Wayne. I don't know. I'm butchering his last name right now, and he's probably going to give me so much shit for this. But um, he's been doing media for a while, and I met him there. And he told me he'd been doing it since he was 14. And I think it was there at that moment where I decided, like, if I don't start now, I'm never going to start. Yeah. So from birthday that year, I got the camera and such. Mm-hmm. But I've never sincerely drifted other than little hoonage on dirt roads and stuff because, I don't know, the Blue Miata was just too precious to me to risk it, and that's why I totally didn't sell it and buy some piece of Lexus. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. The, you sold it for the Lexus, right? And you still have the Lexus now? Yeah, I'm stuck with the Lexus. You're should st- I should I go into that? <laughs> Why are you stuck with the Lexus? 
because the odometers rolled back and the title was so poorly forged, I can't bring it anywhere near a DMV. So what I'm doing is that, like, I already went to the DMV investigation office. Yeah, they have those. Did not know they and had that. So, <laughs> yeah. This is such a common thing. They have an entire department for it. But essentially, I got screwed over hard on the Lexus, very hard, to the point where I had my appointment with the DMV in November, mm-hmm. and I still haven't gotten a title for it in my name. Damn. So, yeah, I'm stuck with it then. That sucks, dude. Yeah, it's... You're stuck with it until further notice? No, like, yeah, lessons are the mistakes you remember, and I made the mistake of not getting a Carfax and seeing that instead of 100000 like the odometer and ad says, it has a quarter million. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Still running, though, right? Oh, yeah, of course. That's the thing that conflicts me about the car mechanically, electronically. It is beautiful. It starts every time. It has no issues whatsoever. But I don't know. I think I want to get rid of it because it's just a reminder every time I look at it of, yeah, you spent four grand on me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, that's not too much. But that's how it starts, though. Well, it was the most expensive car I've bought so far. I thought the Miata would have been more expensive. It wasn't? Uh, The blue one? Mm -hmm. No, when I bought it, it didn't have a hardtop or wheels or anything fancy like that. Mm -hmm. And that what saved me is that it had a check engine light on, which I knew was taking a risk. But, hey, it's a caged coilover Miata for 32, 35, somewhere around then. Yeah. And you put the hardtop on on the wheels? And it... Put the hardtop on. I actually sold the SSR separately because this story gets even funnier. I sold the Miata back to the guy I bought it from. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Hey, man, some people do sell cars and they're like, shit, I wish I never sold it. And they get the opportunity to buy them oh, back. Oh, yeah, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> You're trying to get yours back, too? Um... I mean, I might. He's gutted it even more, just made it even less streetable than it already was, which for context, it had the cage, it had coilovers, no door panels, no center console, no carpet behind the seats. Hell, when I bought it, it didn't even have speakers or a radio in it. That's how track car it was. Oh, it was a track Okay. Oh, yeah, he used it as a track car, <laughs> wanted something faster, Miata jokes aside. And that's how I ended up with it. Damn, that's kind of nice. And then, uh, oh, and I lost my train of thought. Stupid thing. For that uh, car, aren't, isn't that, oh, the color. Wasn't the color like um, a rare color? Yeah, it was, I can't remember the code, but it's splash green, and they on, only 738 cars left the factory with that, and that's part of the reason why I never drifted it. It, ju- I just didn't feel like it was worth it. No, I don't blame you. I had a uh, a Cadillac that I wrecked, and only 500 of them were in that color. Mm. And even less were in a hardtop, non-sunroof, and black interior, which I also had. So I know what it's like to, to not be able to uh, get another one. Like, unless you get that one back, I pretty much doubt you're going to be able to find another one in that color. Are we back? 
We're back. You know, it actually wasn't mine this time because mine always notifies me your connection <laughs> was lost. All right. So, unless it broke again. Probably. I hope it doesn't keep doing it. We're Actually, what we're moving is, um, or we just, we're moving this coming weekend, my girlfriend and I, and I made sure we upgraded the internet this time. Uh, what we were, what were we talking about? Your blue, your your quote unquote green Miata that's blue from this yeah, picture I, I always, just got. I always referred to it as the blue one. You know what? It's, it's yeah, I definitely see that's more blue than green. Uh, it was a weird color. It it looked green at certain angles and certain times of the day and stuff. Oh, did it? I, yeah, I genuinely miss that car. Like teal, maybe? Yeah, it was teal. It was blue. It was whatever. Yeah, I can definitely see that. No, I, I've never driven. Oh, that's a lie. I did drive one once. <laughs> I was like 16. My dad's friend had one. He's like, yeah, it's cool. I was like. Was it the same generation? No, it was the previous one. Oh, uh, so NA. Yeah. Is that was what they're the... called? They're called NAs? First ones are NA, second uh-huh. ones are NB, so on. Oh, okay. Huh. Uh, do you remember what engine size the NA you drove was? You know what? Uh, I'd be lying to you if I gave you an answer at all. <laughs> do you remember what year it is? Also, no. I know it was red. That's all I remember. And I, I know it had the pop-up headlights. Probably not any more helpful than I the last one. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, the thing is, is that um, the NAs they were one sixes from eighty nine to early ninety four, then from mid ninety four to their end in ninety seven, they were one eights. Mine was a one eight. Gotcha. Now that we're way off topic, we should try <laughs> segue our way back into uh drifting hey have you ever Fast seen anybody cars. out there with a uh like an iphone doing media coverage like legitimately using an iphone yeah like legitimately like i have an iphone that's my media today uh fortunately no in fact it's pretty much on every media application i've seen where it states that you must have professional gear don't show up with a phone oh damn okay good yeah <laughs> Good to know. So if anybody wants to go shoot something with an iPhone, not going to happen. No, essentially all you need is, um, I, I don't know if they let you in with a non-professional big body camera. The mm-hmm. distinction is whether or not you can remove the lens is professional versus non-professional. And I've never tried bringing in my non-professional camera and I don't really plan on it. Mm-hmm. But... Unless you have, like, some good camera gear or something like that. Like, just bring a point-and-shoot camera, and that's a good starting platform for you. Hmm. Okay. But don't be the guy who brings in the GoPro you intend on holding with your hand. Don't be the guy who brings a phone in. <laughs> just. Yeah, that that's. I could see that... somebody doing it. Like, you can do it. But why would you want to? But don't they make those attachments for your phones where you can um, actually do it with an iPhone? Like, and you can actually get some, like, decent yeah, stuff? Yeah, I, I recall House of Blood making a literal new front face for, I can't remember what kind of phone, but it has a 
it's got a crazy lens on it and stuff. And I genuinely don't know how to feel about it. Personally, I wouldn't use one as I already have my own stuff. Yeah, that makes But there's a decision to be made with the event organizers on whether or not that's good or not. True. True. Because, you know, they don't want to be like, we're trying to be professional. Here's but what we some have. spent someone... three hundred dollars on camera attachment for their phone and stuff. Yeah, that's that's an awkward ground to cross. Fortunately, I don't plan on stepping on it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> definitely good to know then. Uh, what do you? Uh, what are your goal? Do you have any goals for this coming up year? Well, to be honest, I didn't really set any last year, so. If you set your expectations low, anything major is going to stun and amaze you. And that's kind of what happened starting with Jimmy Matsuri, and then it just rolled on from there. Oh, nice. Um, hmm. That's genuinely a good question. Next year, well, I might as well sum now since we're so close to New Year's. Next year, I want to shoot FD Long Beach and maybe go through a Pro 2 championship. Because uh, Rome, okay, you know him. Yeah, yeah, he's doing his Pro 2 championship next year. And I'm, I'm not sure if I'll have the time and such to go with him, but I'm going to try to. Gotcha. And, and oh, go ahead. And right now, do you, are you like working or do you go to school? You, I know you mentioned you're like 20 years old, so. Um, I went to college for a semester when I was 19, mm -hmm. and then I flunked out entirely because of personal stuff. And in fact, it was literally like three days after the end of that semester where I decided I wasn't going back, mm -hmm. that I got the camera. And I remember sitting in bed and thinking, like, I'm not a fan of the way my life is right now. I need to change that. Mm -hmm. So I got the camera, I started going out and doing stuff, and somehow I have published works on Moto IQ, and <laughs> I wasn't expecting all this. No, that's that's actually really great. That's kind of, I kind of like that. That's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't want to say I fell upwards, because I definitely put myself out there and tried and everything. But, um trying to think of something inspirational that's going to be on a postcard someday <laughs> oh right just quote somebody else quote hitler <laughs> <laughs> he inspired um, words people. build bridges to unexplored lands that's that's an actual hitler quote don't say that <laughs> you know there's actually a hitler quote that uh I wrote it down not too long ago and it's about it's about children and how they're our future and how they're like the purest thing. And then he went and <laughs> killed a whole bunch. <laughs> but we're getting way off topic. So. Yeah, I was say. Okay, yeah. so photography. Um, oh, how was Winter Jam? Let's talk about that. Oh, my God. So, for context's sake, I also did All-Star Bash. And All-Star Bash, the high that weekend was about 45 or so. So it was and fucking cold? No, it didn't feel cold because the wind didn't pick up very often. I was wearing three shirts, including my hoodie and all that. I was rather comfortable. And Winter Jam, well, it hovered around 60 or so the whole weekend, I want to say. But mm -hmm. it didn't stop raining. Oh, hell no. Yeah. How and is that for you, especially with a camera? Do you have something to cover or anything? 
Oh, <laughs> this is a pretty funny story. I ended up getting a little grocery store bag, you know, like the ones you get at Walgreens or uh, Walmart. Mm-hmm. And I cut a hole in it, poked the end of the lens through it, and zip-tied it around the collar of the lens. So I'd have a DIY leather bag out of a literal grocery bag that I just poke the lens out of and shoot with that. I regret not taking any pictures of it because it was hilariously ratchet. At least you made it work. How, oh, did, you yeah. get, did you get a lot of media? Oh, yeah. Let me toss some examples in. I haven't and seen all of your I'll, stuff. Even yet. the plug, uh, my Winter Jam album is in my Instagram bio, so anyone listening to this at the right time, uh, go check it out. When You know, I see you release a couple photos. Yeah, I... But you're still, like, releasing photos from um, ASB. Oh, yeah, I just... Like, I'll try to stay to the most recent album mm-hmm. just to get more attention on it. But once in a while, I'll just be scrolling through because the way I have to get the pictures to my phone, I see every picture I've put on that site. So I'll just scroll through a bit and go like, oh, that's nice. I haven't posted that. Why haven't I? And I'll toss it up. Mm-hmm. Good to know. And Throwback Thursday is a terrific excuse for that. What about Flashback Friday, Wayback Wednesday? What else? Yeah, that's the thing. There's too many of those now. Yeah, just... people ruin things. <laughs> <laughs> they really do. Um, what was the question even? Something. So you're you do plan on if your schedule lines up to shoot for Rome next season? Yeah, if he allows it. <laughs> yeah, if he's willing to take you. Oh yeah, because. Yeah, Pro 2 next year is pretty much Formula Drift East Coast. I actually have the schedule here. Yeah, my computer stuff is organized brilliantly. My phone is not. Gotcha. Yeah, my phone just has crap wherever it wants to be. And I don't have a whole bunch of files like you do, so my computer is pretty basic. Yeah, that's how my work laptop is. My work laptop is strictly work. I don't even have Google on it. Hmm. It's just my Adobe programs and uh, what else? Man, just a movie player because I get bored. Gotcha. Let's see this. Yeah, here's the Pro 2 schedule. Um, so, yeah, it is Long Beach, then Orlando, Atlanta, mm-hmm. New Jersey, um, St. Louis, Texas, and that's it. Okay. And then you do you plan on doing uh, Irwindale and Long Beach or just Long Beach? Um, I'm going to aim for both. Like, mm-hmm. I can see myself doing it, considering they're so far apart. won't really cause any scheduling issues. For example, Long Beach is April and Irwindale is October. But the thing is, is that to get into FD media, you have to either be shooting for someone, like a driver, or you mm-hmm. have to be shooting for a company, which at the time this year, I didn't have that. In fact, I was... I was in Reno for Formula Drift or Wendell, mm-hmm. so I couldn't have gone if I wanted to. Gotcha. 
And are you officially shooting for Moto IQ or that's still up um, in the air? That's still up in the air. Like I don't wanna I don't wanna say much about it in case I get it wrong. But she did say me doing the articles was more of a freelance thing and I absolutely don't mind having my name on one of the biggest sites out there especially when the pictures are all pretty because you know i took <laughs> <laughs> no that's definitely helped so what is freelance for those of us that don't know um you're oh that's actually a good question what i've done recently is that I don't really shoot under anyone. And what I'll do is that I'll toss the pictures around once I'm done to get attention to myself or exposure, if you want to say that. Mm-hmm. And that's how I've gotten people, big names to notice me and stuff. Like um, RJ Contreras, he runs Big Duck Club. He was like, hey, you want to come to Winter Jam with all expenses paid? I was like, uh, hell yeah, I do. But I don't think that if I hadn't gotten those shots of him and his crew and his team at the drift league and all other places that I would have gotten that opportunity, which shooting freelance, you're not strictly doing it for anyone all the time. Mm-hmm. There's been events where I had no affiliation whatsoever. Like for example, Jimmy up mm-hmm. that was freelance. I wasn't doing it for anyone. He just signed up as media. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. I actually wanted to go to that event, but I was in the midst of uh, getting my BMW together. Hmm. So that didn't happen. Well, you're lucky I missed it. It started raining and I lost my keys. That really sucks. And then he still, that's a long tow, though. Yeah. Not to go back to that, but that is a long tow. No, that story gets worse. So I get it towed home. The next day I get it brought to the dealer and they're like, do you have a spare key? I'm like, no. And he goes, okay, well, the second gen Miatas have a chip in the key for the mobilizer to shut off. So I go and spend $300 getting this car rekeyed. And the very next weekend, this was four days after I spend $300 getting the car rekeyed, I get a call from Rome. He's in Las Vegas, and he says, hey, Nick, um, I found your keys. Where? Oh, they were under my passenger seat, <laughs> which I set up a GoPro in his car that day. Mm-hmm. So my theory is that they just fell out of my pocket. Then with all the driving, they went under the seat, and I never noticed until until he found them. Which That's... I got the keys back and stuff, so I ended up having... But now you have having... spares. I had three keys for that car, yes. <laughs> nice. I hope you kept a set, too, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> well, I accidentally kept one of the spare keys at the house when I went to Long Beach to sell the car, but I kind of got that back at me because I left my garage clicker in the car when I sold it. Damn. You just can't yeah. win, man. <laughs> you just can't win. <laughs> and then do you plan on shooting uh obviously I, I assume you're gonna be at the drift league again this year do you plan on shooting just drift as well this year um maybe willow willow's an awkward location for me because it's no, such I know. A I, I know, track but it's 
three hours away from me, just about. And it really depends on the hours, too. Like, if Just Drift is in the daytime, I'll go ahead and do it. But if I'm going to be leaving at noon to shoot all through the night and get back at 6 in the morning, I honestly can't say I would. Yeah. Have you thought about, like, even trying to, like, find a buddy and grab a hotel with or something to keep the cost down? That, too. That's that's another thing. I don't typically sleep there unless it's a two-day event. Gotcha. Like, at All-Star Bash, I slept in the back of the IS-300. At Corolla Matsuri, which was... Let me check. Corolla Matsuri was August. Um, I slept in the back of my friend's Suburban, but I would rather drive through the night to get home than sleep in an uncomfortable car and go back in the morning. You know what? As I'm getting older, I'll just... If I can afford it, I'll grab a freaking hotel. <laughs> Yeah, keep in mind, I'm still 20, so I'm still kicking and everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it hurts. I got, like, back problems now and shit, so <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sucks now. But what do you, um, what was your first Grange event? Hmm. Now that's, um, that was the first day I tracked the Blue Miata, the Ruthless Racing Time Attack one. And that was, um... I can't remember if it was Halloween or if if Halloween was on a weekend that year, it would have been Halloween, but it was the weekend closest to Halloween in October, of course. Gotcha. And that was my very first Grange event. And I want to say Grange is the track I've shot at the most, but it's got Irwindale's competition. So let's actually see right now. Uh, Two, three, four. No, Grange is actually tied with Irwindale. Oh, huh. so they're tied right now. Yeah, four to four. And how many times have you shot total? Oh, God. Well, let's have just count that down. Let's... One, two, like how many events? Times. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Thirty-three in this year. Thirty-three events. Yeah. Holy which, hell. <laughs> which I my personal goal is to do something every two weeks. Mm-hmm. So thirty three out of fifty two, that's better than that, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't become a photographer because I'm a scholar. <laughs> yeah, it would have been twenty six, but thirty three is a lot. That's actually really cool. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I wish I do cool things like that. I don't. <laughs> well, I mean. Need I post the picture of you hitting the wall again? I don't think you ever posted that, did you? Um, I gave it to you and you posted it. Yeah, I know I posted it. <laughs> poor, poor. And it was in the article, too. I read it. I remember. <laughs> and I'm still trying to figure out. I think my axle broke. I'm not sure. Something. I don't know. Car's toast now. I dropped it off. It was a cool picture. The hood was flying up, and there's parts all over, and it's riding up the wall. Parts are everywhere. Still <laughs> falling. That hurt, man. That accident actually hurt, surprisingly. Well, not surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, you hit the bank doing what, 60? Uh, 60, 70-ish. Somewhere around there. Right into it, too. 
Uh, See, I get nervous when I do that in the Lexus because that is sus. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how it's gonna happen next year. Like, at, when I go to Irwindale, get in the new car. No, if I were you, I'd do Thursday night drift to really get the practice in. Oh no, I'm definitely gonna try to do that. But what I'm kind of worried about is possibly getting to the big bank and then freaking out. <laughs> Like, like, I almost long? died there. Like, Forsberg at Texas this year? What happened? Uh, I forget who he was chasing, but he was he was chasing someone, and on that corner last year, he spun out and ate the wall hard. And this year, he tensed up, if I had to guess, and just spun out but didn't hit anything, but, you know, he just lost it. Yeah. Yeah, that could happen. Hopefully that doesn't, because that can create more problems for me, like going into the <laughs> fucking wall again. Well, my advice for that is to just swallow your fear and do it. Yeah, that's the plan. Like, <laughs> like, I used to have a very bad fear of heights, and shooting at Grange, they've got the trailer with the ladder and everything. I hated that. Damn, Same... that, that, that bothers you? <laughs> it did. It used to. Not uh, anymore. I used to be afraid of heights, too. <laughs> at least you know but nothing ever that like that small bothered me well i mean i'm six foot whatever so whenever i'd look down standing on the ground i'd get scared <laughs> yeah i'm short so <laughs> luckily hey be happy you can fit into cars i am I'm very happy <laughs> i'm also not happy that i can't see over steering wheels well the thing is for me with the lexus is that um to have the seat far back enough to where my legs feel all right, mm. I have to totally stretch my arms out to reach the controls. Oh. That, you got short, you got T-Rex arms? Or you got longer arms? No, I just have stupid long legs. Yeah, like, that would be annoying. <laughs> and you gotta, like, reach forward. You gotta, like, lean forward to, go, to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have that issue. Do you, do you have to set your seat, like, way back, too? Like, um, yeah, I recline it? Yeah, yeah damn and the thing is is that to where i'm sitting comfortable my cheek is right next to the b pillar so i'm constantly g-leaning it and if i want to check my blind spot which i do since the motors on the power mirrors are broken so i totally have to lean forward at least six inches to look over just uh... i use these little blind spot mirrors they have yeah i got a do you know what they call a Broadway mirrors? I do not. It's these bigger lens mirrors that clip onto your center one. And I can see both my blind spots and even a good chunk of my own face from that spot. I've never seen those. I have to look into it. They're definitely worth it. You can get one for like 20 bucks. A good one for 20 bucks. Nice. I'll have to look into one of those. What are your... Uh... What's your next event you're shooting? Uh, Andy's Tires Slay Day. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that. Which I'm pretty high for since Mike Diaz is going to be there. Rome's going to be there. Though Rome isn't bringing the green car, which is a bit of a shame. Mm, I can understand why he's not. He's about to debut that thing in Pro 2. So. Yeah, pretty much. And Grange is an asshole. It likes to take things <laughs> yeah. from you. Well, the thing is, is that Grange is... It's certainly unique in the way that 
it's such an open track, yet at the same time, it's extremely technical. Yes. And you, and you don't have much room for error on such a skinny track. That's actually the first place I ever drifted. In a Cadillac, might I add. <laughs> yeah. I went to... Uh, Spike Chen used to have this thing called uh, Drift Access. Mm. And it was like a free track day. I think I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's dead now. Lasted for one year. Eesh. It's gone. But yeah, I, I swear, every time I pull into Grange, there's a new hole in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't do anything to repair it. You'd think they would. Like, I thought they made some decent money. It's pretty much rented out every weekend. No, I want to say they repair it once a year because I've definitely seen repairs made. Yeah. You can tell because, like, the bricks aren't painted the same colors for the stickers and everything. But, of course, they're not going to be doing it every other weekend when someone goes through it every weekend. True. Oh, no, I, I remember hearing that they're selling the track, so. Yeah, I heard that it did sell. Mm-hmm. But I didn't hear anything else after that. Yeah, and if I remember correctly, it's going to people who are essentially going to run it the same way, which that's pretty awesome. And in fact, I could ask Rodney about it. Rodney Mirandi, the guy with the red cresta. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know him or of him. Let me, let me find a. Picture. I know what car you're talking about. I just don't know the yeah, person. Yeah, the like red the cresta. One's Derek. One's Rodney. Mm-hmm. Um, he's holding a event January 19th, 90s Forever, that I plan on shooting. And so he said that it's still going on despite the track being sold. So I don't know. Oh, okay. And Guess I know we'll that, have to see what the future holds. I know that, uh, I don't know if you know him, Scotty D. He drives a green Mustang. Uh, what generation Mustang? Uh, I don't know. It's green. <laughs> I don't know anything about Mustangs. It's the one right before um, the O5s came out when they changed the body style to like. Oh, New Edge. Um, I can't say I know him. Yeah. Well, anyways, he's throwing something uh, in January sometime, and he's gonna have like Kelsey Rollins there since she's out. I guess she'll be out this way, so he's gonna have her hit up Grange. So he decided to throw an event. Oh yeah, actually, Raz invited me to that on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, I believe yeah, he's going to. I know I he's know friends with Raz, yeah. So I might, I want to go to that one, but we'll see how life is. But that's the me. thing, too. Like, if I go to Slay Day and 90s Forever and um, that one, I've got three Grange events in a row. Yeah, see? Then do Grange, I want to do that? It's, then Grange is going to trump again on how many places you've shot at. <laughs> well that's the thing too do I want my next three albums to all be Grange yeah you can say no to things I would <laughs> I say no all the time damn I had a question for you and I lost my train of thought and it was I thought it was going to be a good question Grange a lot, scheduling, commuting <laughs> frustrated now shit I'm surprised you didn't write down questions. And I did. Uh, I wasn't prepared, though. I was, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to talk about when it comes to media, because I don't know anything <laughs> about it. So I don't know what question... Oh, yeah. So as far as people you work with, 
what do you you know do you have like a set price or is it kind of like person by person like i already charged so much per photo but if what if somebody wanted you to take like hey i want to hire you for the day and at the end of the day i want all the stuff edited whatnot you know i expect let's call it i don't know 50 pictures yeah of usable content what is something like that going to go for for pe- I, for drivers who need a media guy or a media I outlet genuinely have never done a deal like that so i can't say what i charge i'd probably do a set price per hour okay. since they'd be paying me for the day where typically i sell the pictures individually to the drivers afterwards gotcha but if someone were to buy me out for the day that'd be pretty cool <laughs> Yeah, but like, if you're not advertising it, no one knows it's offered. Or yeah. no one knows it's an option, rather. Well, that's the thing, too. I've never heard of it in my year of media experience, which I guess you could say RJ did it with Winter Jam. He covered all my expenses for that weekend, mm-hmm. which I focused on him and stuff like that. Mm, okay, so that's... But that's not to say, like, don't expect that from someone. Like, you're not going to do that again. Oh, no, of course not. I love doing that. Just literally joining a team for the weekend. That yeah, was pretty... it was it was one thing to do that, but you're not going to go to like the next competition round and be like, okay, so I made it, you know, 12 miles from my house and you're going to buy me. <laughs> you're going to buy me lunch and a Coke. Like, thanks. Yeah, no, I don't mind not getting a full payment if like something else is covered. Like, oh, I'll pay you gas and lunch. All right, cool. Because... The thing is, is that doing big events like that, there's no such thing as exclusivity. There's always going to be other cars on track. Mm -hmm. And while I can focus on the other driver, on the the driver in question, and I can pay extra attention to his pictures when I edit them, there's still going to be other pictures of other cars. And still more opportunity to make money to sell those photos. Yeah, literally a shotgun approach. No, that's that's good. But I just wanted—I was just kind of curious as to what you would do, what you would charge if somebody were to ask you about that. Like, well, I guess on the topic of price, I do an average of ten a picture. I'm willing to chain. I'm willing to haggle. I'm willing to negotiate circumstances and all that stuff. Like you saw it for yourself after you crashed. The- your car i felt so bad for you i passed them all for nothing because i was like what are you going to do with these pictures mourn (laughs) cry a little (laughs) yeah that that accident was a blessing in disguise which yeah circumstance determines a lot of things regarding that yeah it's eh, everyone's different everyone everyone sees that accident everyone's like oh shit you crashed you're done like yeah with that car so we'll see how it all works out in the next dealio. That's a whole other year. We got eighty years or so, and once we're done with the first eighteen, we can do whatever we want for the rest. Twenty-one, because you still can't <laughs> drink <laughs> legally. Legally, or you can't go to a bar and get a beer. You know what I mean? But. Let's see. Well, considering I own two sports bikes, for me, that's probably going to be closer to 30 years. <laughs> oh, you do? You own two sports bikes? 
Yeah, I have a 94 CBR 900 RR. It's the dual headlight one. Let me toss up a picture. And uh, my dad and I, well, my dad and I combined, we have five bikes, which, 16. But, you know, just, it's a lot of work maintaining them all and stuff, especially since they're old. Uh-huh. Uh, two of them are... Two of them are slab side GX Gixxer 1100s, which I am scared of those bikes. I don't think a bike was meant to have that much unce behind it. <laughs> and uh, I've never even with that. Oh, you've never ridden? No, not a uh, street bike. I had a dirt bike like, for a little bit, but okay, yeah, they're whole other animals because one of the bikes is a CR125. Uh-huh. No, it's a CR250. And that thing's scary as well, because it's a two-stroke that big. It's going to take you places. But the Gixxer that I claim as mine, um, uh, it was originally a 750, then some madman put in a 1100 motor in it. That bike is so 90s Laker fan. (laughs) Yeah. The previous owner was a fan of the Lakers. No shit. You don't have to tell me that. (laughs) That's a... What what does a bike like that go for? Um, if you can find one, they are getting exceptionally. Oh, I just thought we lost connection. Nope. They are getting exceptionally rare. I've seen one for sale on Craigslist once, Damn. and it was asked four grand. I I thought, isn't like right now the time to buy them during the winter, especially in SoCal? Oh yeah, especially that. But the thing is that these things are rare. I was... Everyone everyone prefers either the first year model because, you know, it's the first one. It's why everyone buys two 40Zs instead of two 60s and two 80s. And the thing is that, I don't know, the 94 is the SC28. That's its VIN code. And it's kind of the ugly duckling redheaded stepchild because just a year later it got a different front end, it got bigger cams, and it's all around better bike. Mm. But I like I like my ugly duckling. It gives me places. It gives me scars. Well, just one so far. That's all it takes, man. Is one. <laughs> yeah. But bike, yeah. See, look, I went on a offer at like a an O four R six. Is thirty four hundred bucks. Oh yeah, you can definitely get newer, faster bikes cheaper. Like for example, that R six you're looking at, it's probably got about one thirty, one thirty or so horse. While that CBR nine hundred, it's twelve years older than that one. Mm-hmm. And no, ninety six plus. It's twelve years older, and it's got hundred ten horsepower out of nine hundred cc's. But the thing is, is that you don't buy a bike like a SC28 because you want to go fast for cheap. You buy one because you want a CBR900. That that would make sense. It's kind of like, and then also I've also heard the term like, you know, today's 1,000 is tomorrow's 600. Yeah, exactly. So that's also. But I still have I still have torque on those cute little mopeds, so. Right? <laughs> You're like, I still pull on them. <laughs> yeah, I remember I wanted a bike still when I was about your age. That bike is scary. No. It will 
it will really pick the front end up if you give it the beans in pretty much any gear but six. Uh, I'm gonna... Like my my hands shaking thinking about it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on the bike dream because if I get one, I'm gonna die. Yeah. And I have a... there. You've seen how I drive. <laughs> yeah, they are bikes are exactly as dangerous as everyone says. I can only imagine. whether you can trust yourself to control it, have the restraint. Yeah, it's not about like it's going to kill you. It's you're going to kill yourself with that bike. Mm-hmm. Because all the G-forces and, you know, just the feeling of wrapping your legs around 900 cc's of pissed-off Japanese metal, it gets your adrenaline going. It gets your testosterone going. You're going like, yeah, I'm going to punch a couple mirrors out. I'm going to run from cops and put on Facebook. You know? <laughs> That's all the recipe for disaster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what bikes are. I, my dad said to me myself, like, if he catches me commuting daily on a bike, he's going to kick my ass himself. Oh, so no daily commuting, but you are allowed to ride it. Oh, no, that's the thing. They are toys. That's what it is. Okay, I see that. That makes sense. Bikes bikes are toys, if you ask me. Uh, I definitely agree. So are race cars, and that's why I shouldn't be driving around. Uh, dailying one because I think it's a stupid idea. That's how I uh, crashed my car. I don't know. I guess um, I could talk about the visual improvements in my pictures, which there are. If you if you look at my pictures from the start of this year, which I don't recommend, I've been meaning to purge them for a while. <laughs> I think that I think yeah no. No, I mean purge them off the internet, not off my hard drive. It's definitely valuable to see where you've come from. I even mean that on, like on your Instagram. I wouldn't delete them. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason point. I say that because it's it just you kind of like let's just say you get really, really good. Not that you suck or anything. Like let's just say you know you get better equipment, you take better quality photos. It just goes to show somebody if somebody decides to like take a trip down your damn Instagram feed one day, like. There's so much progression here. Yeah, that's actually a very good point. That's exactly why I do what you I brought do. me on. <laughs> nope, not necessarily because I brought you on, but that's just that's just the thing. I like to see people do better. I like to see people learn and kind of uh, fine tune themselves. And I think that's that's what's really good about you. Like I'm looking at a picture from April. That's of my oh, car. Geez. It's of my car, of course, and uh, but you know if you if you compare that one to you know what you're doing now, it's they're completely different, and it looks way better. Not that it sucked then, but you know it it definitely wasn't as no, good it, as they are it now. It sucked then. It sucked then. <laughs> Let's not beat around the bush. It sucked then. But the thing is, is that they don't suck now. And then so even so, Rome is your first picture, right? Yeah, that's the first seat. It's just well, he was like... the first driver. I took pictures of my cars in parking lots and shit like, like this, that. Like right now, I'm looking at your picture from January. The one of it in the parking lot? Yeah, where it's all fuzzy. No, no, no. This is the one where where uh, Ro- Rome is doing the burnout. Oh, yeah, yeah. That or one. not the burnout. He's drifting. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's drifting in the sunset with the clouds and everything. And that is a terrible quality photo. And if you go to today, it's completely different. Yeah, and that's the thing. Um, 
improvement is always nice, but I know there's going to be a point where my progress plateaus or stagnates and I'm going to think like, man, what am I going to do? And that's, oh no, I've been, hmm, I've been working harder on improving certain areas of my skill set more than others, which is like, if you look at some of my pit crew shots and stuff, they are not framed well most of the time. But on the other hand, I can do 60th second panning shots without a tripod, which for context, pushing the limit is 100. My first panning shot is about 125th. So doing a 60 freehand is... Doing a 60 freehand is what? A 60 second panning shot freehand is pretty stupid. Mm-hmm. And it takes, it takes a lot of skill and a steady hand because... Um, for reference, ah, oh, Jesus app. <laughs> can you hear me? No, I can hear you. Go ahead. Okay, it was saying poor network connection. For reference, the very first panning shots you're likely going to take, they're going to be at 125th second, where pushing it is 100th and 80th. And below 80, most people just bring out the tripods mm-hmm. because with the panning shot is that the shutter is open for so long you have to follow the subject with the camera and that's what makes the background all blurry but the car is all crisp and clear and everything yeah and i do 60s freehand as my standard that's why my shots look like let me find a good example I still don't know the difference of what the hell you're saying. I know the last one you posted of Dean Carnage's car looked really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of my lucky snapshots. A snapshots when it's fast shutter speed, all the wheels are static and everything. And I personally avoid those as it's hard to make those shots look exciting unless you have like a huge ass crowd and a whole lot of smoke all over the place. But mm. otherwise, it can just end up looking boring. I really like this 240Z. Oh, yeah, that's Caleb's. It's got a LS3. <laughs> yeah, that thing's nice. But if you look at, like, for example, that's a 60th second panning shot. If you look at the background and everything around the rear end of the car, it's all nice and fuzzy. And that's because I have to move the camera with the car, and the car's going that fast. Huh. And I don't know, I guess I'm the type to just throw myself into the batting rain and not leave until I can do it. For example, actually a very good example, at All-Star Bash, uh, there was a vintage foreign car race going on on uh, International Raceway, which if you've been to Streets of Willow, you know that right at the paddock for Streets, there's the big old straightaway for International. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, these touring cars are going. I might as well just see how slow shutter speed I can get it. And these two right here are 30th second, which the media people listening in are going to be like, oh, that madman, he freehanded a 30th. Which of the 30 pictures I took at a 30th, those are the two that came out. Mm -hmm. And the background's just a total complete blur. It's beautiful. And the lowest I've shot freehand 
is a 25th, and that picture is somewhere right here. Somewhere. Do you have any plans to upgrade equipment this season? Um, If money allows it, yeah. Otherwise, I'm perfectly content with what I got. Gotcha. If anything, I'll probably get some big F-off lens just so I can get the further parts of tracks that much better. Oh, uh, okay. Like, as I mentioned earlier, with Irwindale coming off the bank, I'm at my lens's limit there. And, I don't know, it's not entirely... Like, I don't exactly need new camera body because, as I mentioned earlier, the camera is mirrorless, which regular cameras they have mirrors in them and they can only reflect so much light before you have to go get the shutters replaced but the thing is is that i don't have shutters i don't have that so i think that camera's taken about a hundred sixty thousand pictures oh, in damn. its lifetime i bought it used of course but yeah, it's actually at 126,000, which is still pretty impressive. I want to say you're supposed to get shutters replaced every 20,000. So if that camera wasn't what it was, it'd have gone through six shutters. <laughs> Damn. Do you uh, do you know how to work on the camera to yourself, or would you take that and have it done professionally? Uh, it depends on what. Like, I, I clean it and all that stuff myself, but if I had to replace something internally, oh, I'd definitely bring that in. It's not worth the risk of messing it up with my lack of skill in that field. Yeah, uh, I'm cheap, so I will. <laughs> I am literally willing to break anything before I let somebody else fix it for me. I think that's more of a pride thing. That's probably it, too. Also grew up poor. So more of a I don't have a choice thing to get this thing. Yeah. <laughs> so. But, well, I think I'm gonna call it, man. Uh, it is Christmas. You got any plans tonight? Uh. Do you do Christmas Eve things? I don't know. Probably have a bunch of friends, family over for dinner and all that white family stuff. You know, <laughs> we we well we're not we're fucking American. Uh, yeah. Like we do, we celebrate Christmas Eve and we open our presents at midnight. Mm. Uh, at least my my dad's side of the family does. My family always would open one on Christmas Eve, mm -hmm. and then the rest would be Christmas Day. Yeah, I rather just wait till midnight and open all of them. And then the next yeah. day, that's when we used to play with our toys growing up. You know, whatever we got for Christmas. At least that's how I remember yeah. it. But I actually just thought of another tangent I could go on. Which is? Um, the difference between a bad picture and a good picture. Uh, isn't that all personal preference? Well, no, there's... Well, I guess, but aren't don't you have me on here to hear what I have to say? No, no, no that was just a question. <laughs> I wasn't saying no. <laughs> I got you, bitch. Yeah, yeah, no, I wasn't saying no. I was just asking a question to what you said. <laughs> but go ahead. And yeah, there's, I mean, some of it can be personal preference, but there's definitely a line between a boring picture and a good picture. Mm -hmm. And I said boring there because if a picture shows what's going on, it's all right. It does the job. 
it tells the story. But how well does it tell the story? Mm-hmm. I'd say, like, I post examples, but I've taken, oh, God, I don't think of how many pictures I've taken this year. <laughs> but um, a lot. Uh, I'm pretty whenever, sure you're only you're only post you're not even posting a percentage of them. Oh God, no! I post one a day, and I've been doing that for a while. Oh, I, oh, you do post one a day. Well, I try to. If I'm like out of town or something, or I don't want to use my data, I won't. Oh. Which I wish there's a way you could schedule an upload on Instagram. Yeah, I've got 435 posts, and pictures wise, well. I've taken fifteen thousand this year. Oh, okay, damn, that's a that's a <laughs> lot, dude. Holy shit! Yeah, it's one hundred seventy-five gigs. That's one hundred seventy-five gigs of photos. Yeah. Damn, that's a lot. What are you but, using um, to back all that up with? And are you backing it up? Um, I upload them onto Flickr. Okay. So that's my online cloud backup. But the thing is, is that Flickr is changing their shit start of the year where I'm going to have to buy their premium subscription to keep that many pictures on there. So I'm probably going to get my own site. It's probably cheaper to do that and just use somebody else's server. You're probably going to get your own site. <laughs> yeah, cut I'm out. probably just going to get my own site. Yeah. 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 I notice it keeps doing that. It'll like cut out. So what I'll do is I'll like disconnect and reconnect real quick, and then it just comes back mm-hmm. like nothing ever happened. I'm like, oh okay, <laughs> I'll just keep doing it. Which um, what was I even saying? Oh yeah. So when I'm editing pictures, I like to think of a sentence to describe it, like, and that kind of leads in my next point between a boring picture and a great picture, where. If a car is, if a car's just, it looks like it's standing in the corner because you used a fast shutter speed and there wasn't any smoke or something, that all you could say is the gray Mustang goes through the bank. All right, that's, it's doing its job, but when I'm editing, I like to think of it like the gr- the gray Mustang simmered under the sunlight as it chased the blue arc seven through the bank or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Which all in all, it's telling a story, especially in the case of the drift league where I literally had to tell a story alongside it. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to be like these two cars are doing things next to each other. Yeah. And, and, a helpful thing for articles as well is that after every run, I speak it into my phone because, you know, you can do that voice text thing that mm-hmm. always gets it wrong. Yeah. I take notes. <laughs> do you take, like, the voice notes? Like, it's basically like a, yeah. like a voice record. Uh, yeah, like a tape recorder. Mm-hmm. Essentially, but I prefer having the text there so I can read it while at my computer. But um, what was I on about? Yeah, in the Drift League's case, I literally needed to tell the story. Mm-hmm. So taking notes helped. But there's only so much you can do editing. Like, you can do a lot after you take the picture. But you cannot fix framing. You cannot fix perspective. You cannot fix a whole bunch of other things. There's definitely a large amount of skill behind the camera. Yeah, And then a equally large amount of skill behind the computer which off the record 
if this makes it in the podcast, I will find you. I've already got your number, but um, low-key, I kind of forgot about both Drift League articles, and I wrote both of them in two days each. What do you mean you forgot about them? I forgot I had to write the article. <laughs> and so I'd remember a few days before the deadline, I'd be like, oh, shit. And just pop out twenty pages in two days. Hey, have you seen the um that meme? It's like a meme. It says, "The reason I oh. procrastinate is because I still get shit done." <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on. I gotta procrastinate meme. I gotta yeah, Google this stupid thing. Definitely not a healthy habit for me to have. It is gonna screw me over someday. You know, uh, I do it all the time. Like right now, dude, I have not touched the car. So have you seen the car, right? The new one? Yeah. Okay. Seems that good. thing has not been touched at all. Like it's, I moved it to my house because uh, me and my girlfriend got a house. I moved it to my house. It's in the garage, but I still have so much other shit to do before I can even touch the damn car. Not to mention moving just costs us a whole bunch of money. So I don't even have money to do it oh, now. Yeah, well, you still got a while until next season starts. No, it starts in March. That's three whole months. Yeah. If you're if you're being optimistic about it. <laughs> oh, is that when Just Drift starts? Uh, that's when the Drift League starts. In March? Yeah, they moved it up. Where's the schedule? I haven't seen it. Uh, it's it was it has not been released. Also. <laughs> All she knows is it's starting at, at a normal time this year. So it's it's not going to start in June like it did last year. <laughs> hmm. So. March, that's interesting. I liked shooting it in the summer because the really long days, you'd have that much more sunset to play with. I believe it's after the time change, too. Yeah, of course. I, I just, I hope it doesn't uh, coincide with the... Uh, with Just Drifts' first round. Yeah, didn't that happen this year as well? No. Like, uh, Just there, Drift was there... the day after one of the Drift League rounds? No, we're also on Saturdays now, too. Aw, oh, man, I like the Fridays. I did, but you know what I didn't like them? I lost all my vacation time last year. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, right now I'm not taking any vacation. I'm trying to uh, get my hours back up. Because when I started last season... I was like at 127 hours of overtime of not overtime uh, vacation. of vacation. And right now, according to my last paycheck stub, I think I'm like, it went all the way down to like 30 something. I'm back up to 60. <laughs> Shit. So we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully I, I'm more prepared this year and I do not take any time off. Yeah, but Definitely get seat time in. Like, I think you were talking to Bankirk mm-hmm. about The Sims. That might do you some good. I don't think I would. That's not something personally I would spend my money on. Mm-hmm. Even if, like, it does help me, it's for some reason I just wouldn't. It's not something I would buy. Yeah. Well, it's not for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Every, pretty much every media person I know, they use Apple stuff for mm-hmm. their computers and stuff, which. Um, I'm like three social classes too low for that. 
That's funny. <laughs> don't worry. I, I use a PC for this. And actually, I don't even use a, uh, like a, I just use like an audio editing software. It also does recording, but I record on a, um, on some little, like, audio recorder my dad had lying around. Yeah, I remember you mentioning that. Yeah, so it works, does its job. It, you know, records in high quality. So. It just sent me another picture of your bike like I never saw it. <laughs> did you do it or did the, I think the app might have just done it? Nope, it was the app. Yeah. Yeah, it just sent it again. But yeah, I'm genuinely impressed that I've gotten this far in a year. As I mentioned earlier, if you if you asked if I had done it, if I would be here last year, I'd say no, of course not. That that'd be crazy, but I am and I don't know. Like I know not to fully expect to keep this progress up through next year. Uh huh. I I know I'm eventually gonna plateau, but I don't know. I think to me it depends on where I plateau at. If I plateau and I'm working for Super Street, I wouldn't care at all. <laughs> yeah, that that would make you feel better. Is that what's your do you have any like short term goals for this year at least? Um, shoot FD, maybe go with Pro 2, that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also want to try to work my handheld panning shots down to a 50th, but around there is when it starts getting impossible or diminishing returns, which I don't know. I want to. I definitely want to get better at snapshots and just pit shots. Mm-hmm. Let me post some examples. You know, I have a question for you. If someone mm-hmm. wants you to just kind of like, not necessarily focus on them, but they want, they want a good quality set of photos for the season. Let's just say you give them 20 photos around. Mm-hmm. What would you charge somebody for that? Even if it's I even if it's generally have a clue. Probably the probably just the price of the pictures mm-hmm. if that's if I'd be going to those events anyway. If I have let's to go just, out of my way to the event, I'd want gas and all that. No, but let's just say it's like for the drift league. Like we you, I assume you're gonna do the drift league again this year, correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So let's just say it's the drift league and one of the drivers are like, Hey, I wanna put a media I wanna put media in my budget for the season what do you how much money do you want just so i can take care of it now and i just get the pictures as soon as you're done you know we're done with the round do some math that i'd like i'd be reasonable like and and the only reason i'm asking is because for me as a driver that's something i'm looking for and Mm -hmm. that's something i would kind of like like to put in my budget and just to take care of it ahead of time so i don't have to worry about it later like as soon as the round's over, I'm not chasing you down like, hey, how much do you want for these pictures this time? You know what I mean? It's just like, uh-huh. here's, it's already paid for. Hey, here's your photos. Oh, what you doing, cat? I've got a cat in my lap right now. She's acting weird. We're dog people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the thing. I'm an animal person. There's four dogs and three cats in this house. I wasn't a dog person. And then I dated this <laughs> chick, and I fell in love with these stupid-ass dogs. <laughs> and now they're going to family dinner with us to cri- for Christmas. <laughs> Jesus. 
So. Oh, how was I saying? So yeah, to answer the question, I'd probably charge. It depends on how many pictures they want minimum. Uh huh. And the thing is, is that when people buy in bulk from me, I kind of work like Costco in that. No, I. You it, know, the more you get, the cheaper it is. The better in one the deal, right? Yeah, exactly. No, but I'm just saying, like, let's just say. I'm just I'm not telling you how to do anything. I'm just making something that I would like to see from other yeah. people is like here, these are packages I have. If you want so many pictures per round, this is how much it's gonna cost you for the whole year. You could either pay me per round or you could pay me in advance for the whole thing. You know, or whatever however that works. That's something yeah, that's I would a good like idea. to do. I'll start doing the math on that. You know, I, I don't know if that's something you'd want to do. Cause I'm pretty sure you might get better piecework, you know, selling pictures. Because some drivers are going to be like, well, I didn't really like the photos you took this round, so I don't want to buy any. So that's also yeah, exactly. that's also something you have to that's, consider, That's too. why they pay ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. No, but that's and what I've, I'm saying. Like the I've actually done sorts of deals like that before. Um, you remember Josh, right? Josh whom? Mason? Yes. Gray Josh. Mustang, Drift yes. League? Yeah, he did my cage in the BMW. Oh, <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Um, on round two or round three, um, I made a deal with him that if he put my name in at Hoonigan, he'd get the round for free. Mm -hmm. And if I got a job from it, he'd get every season up to 2025 for free. Which sounds like a lot, but that's a job at Hoonigan. He mm -hmm. got me. Yeah. Which obviously I don't work at Hoonigan, so you know how that turned out. But so he's not getting anything <laughs> for free. <laughs> he just got the one round. Got the round. Got the round. Yeah. And no, he's he's genuinely a pretty cool guy, of course. Yeah, he's so, a cool dude. You know that since you worked with him, driven with him. Mm-hmm. You know we've. Uh... And we've, we always talk at the track, too, when we see each other. It's always, you know, most of the people are pretty cool. But, you know, you don't really. Oh, ooh, the, gossip. Who's not? No, that, yeah, we don't, I don't do that. I don't do that at all. Um, but you kind of like, you know, some people you just, you're not going to click with. You just say hello. But I don't have, like, any enemies at the track that I know of. <laughs> you know what I mean? That you know of. Yeah, that I know of. <laughs> I can I do things that are kinda unlikable. Sometimes. God, that Gerald guy, I'm gonna beat the shit out of him. Yeah. They can <laughs> they'll they could stay mad. <laughs> no. I kind of find it genuinely entertaining when Rathena has to put her foot down. Not because like I like watching the people suffer, but you know, I'm it's my job to watch. I'm gonna watch. No, definitely. That's like fun. uh Round one when Micah Diaz did the massive burnout after getting eliminated. <laughs> As Rathena calls it, the loser burnout. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking dying when she said that. I was like, she well, just dissed <laughs> But they're friends. She said so she's on loud. Instagram afterwards, like Instagram Live, of course, nowhere where it's recordable, that she said it was pretty cool, but I don't know. I, I recall Micah saying something like, I, I apologize, but I don't feel sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that was funny when it she when that happened. A lot of smoke. And I remember I just saw her chasing him down in the golf cart. What was that? You're cutting out. 
I saw her chasing him down on the golf cart. You're cutting out hard. Hang on, hang on, hang on one second. No, I was saying, I remember I oh, saw yeah, her um, chasing him down in the golf cart after the burnout. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that was funny. I was laughing. <laughs> With her fanny pack on, being all mom. <laughs> yeah, on Instagram Live afterwards, she said that it was cool, but you shouldn't have done it. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. And uh, I think Micah said in his YouTube video that um, he was... Uh, he apologized, but he wasn't sorry or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Which are two very different things. Which is one of the most Micah things I've heard. <laughs> That's funny. But, but yeah, the Drift League was definitely an experience. Mm-hmm. But I'm not exactly sure if it was good experience going ahead and shooting a Pro 2 championship because... Well, the thing is, is that with Pro-Am stuff around here, literally everyone knows everyone else. People mm. have been at each other's houses for dinner and stuff. It's a hell of a lot more tight-knit, and as a result, people are going to let things pass and go under them. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole lot of personality that's, you know what word I was trying to say, which, uh, which is going to be lost in Pro 2 when there's, like, I don't know, 60... 30 cars at each round or it might it might even multiply because you got the best of the best where everyone's from like right now you're getting rome who's basically the best driver in socal he's got two championships that say so um he's gonna be going against um he's gonna be going against raz noir and sean adriano mm-hmm. and do you know if stucky and mason are going pro two next year uh yeah they're building their pro 2 cars from my understanding yeah but are they doing it next year i think so oh that'd be something to watch i know stucky was uh already putting together a car like already prepping for yeah, a car before he even I got his license at winter jam he's putting some badass shit together he's got an s14 right he's putting together for it he's been posting I... about it yeah yeah and uh what was I going to say? Um, Josh Stucky. Ah, shit. What were, what were we just talking about? Going Pro 2? Pro 2 with Raz. Rome? We're talking about Rome? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember. Same. I don't know. You were talking about Stucky, Rome, Pro 2. No, it's definitely going to be interesting seeing where the drivers from the Pro-Am events I've shot, <clears throat> Drift League, that's about it, <clears throat> go end up. Oh, like to see I, if they end up in top eight and pursue the Pro for the following year? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I do think that all three of them are going, and which would be kind of cool. Mason, Josh Mason, oh, Daniel. I just remembered. I just remembered, but... I don't know. It's interesting to see how much secrecy goes on in these events. Like, I have a picture. Rome asked slash told me, please don't post this because it's him getting a tire change at round four, but he's clearly using a Achilles tire, and it's right under the Federal sticker on his fender. Yeah, I remember that. So, you know... 
you know, when you accidentally discover something you shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that at the last round, but he even announced Achilles. Oh, he did? Uh, thought so. I could be wrong, but I, I could have sworn he, uh-huh. like, announced him for, like, the Pro 2 season. The reason why I save all these pictures is because my memory's not very good. <laughs> yeah, I remember round four. I was there. And I failed yeah, miserably. Yeah, I was going to say. I'll never anyway, forget. I got to get ready for dinner. Yeah, he does. Yeah, there's a there's a post about it. Huh. Well, it looks like I can, I can post that picture now because it's a really good picture of Micah changing the tire on Rome's car. Oh, that's definitely a good picture. I guess... Guess that's tomorrow's post. Anyway, I gotta head out. Nice talking to you, man. Hey, likewise, man. Thank you for being on the show, and I have to edit most of it out now. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Mr. Off the Record. All right, man. You have a good one.